Hey friends, it's Mr. Jim, and welcome back to Kid Short Stories. If this is your first time, welcome to the family. We are the podcast that turns your ideas into an amazing adventure every single day. You know, we couldn't even exist without imaginations from kids just like you. So if you have an idea for a story, I'd love to see it. Check down in the show notes below for how you can submit your own story idea and maybe we'll turn it into an awesome adventure. And parents, if you're new to kids podcasting, I want to challenge you to listen to podcasting for five days in a row with your kids. It's going to increase their imagination, decrease screen time, and we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. Are you guys ready for today's adventure? Me too. Let's go. Crash. A number five the size of a cow landed outside August's classroom window. Okay, class, the number of the day is five. Start counting out five blocks at your table, please, announced the teacher. Every day, they practice a new number. They never knew what number it would be until the volcano spit it out. (laughs) Yes, you heard me right. Their town had always used the volcano to help them out with numbers. That crash you heard earlier was the big number five blasting out of the volcano and crashing into the grass next to their classroom. Whenever they had to count numbers in gym class, the volcano spit them out. When they crossed the finish line for races, the volcano spit out the numbers the racers had placed. Billboards that showed the price of snacks or gas were made up of numbers spit out by you-know-who, that number volcano. The volcano numbers didn't last forever, though. They were made of crumbly rock that could easily be broken. That night, while August was sleeping, the garbage men would come around and break any old numbers they didn't need anymore and vacuum up the crumbs. After school, August helped the rest of the town prepare for the big race tomorrow. The whole town would be there to cheer on the runners as they crossed the finish line, and there were a lot of signs to make. He went to bed early that night, excited for the day ahead. (sighs) August and his family woke up bright and early and headed toward the race. They met up with friends and waved their signs as the runners passed by. And as the runners neared the finish line, everyone circled around it, leaving a spot for the volcano numbers to fall. The first runner crossed the finish line to loud cheers from the crowd. Yeah! The volcano spit out the number one The runner stood next to it proudly. Then the next runner crossed the finish line. The volcano rumbled and spit out the next number two. Wait, the crowd stopped cheering when it saw it. Another number one? But but how can that be? The crowd murmured. The announcer for the race was confused, too, and said it into the microphone. I guess we have... Two first place winners in this race. The first runner who had crossed the finish line looked a little confused, but didn't say anything. Then the next runner crossed and stood waiting for their number. The volcano groaned and out flew the number five. The runner who finished immediately after them received the number three. Hey, 
I finished before them. Why am I number five? The townspeople started to murmur loudly. Where's the number two? Why are there two number ones? That person clearly came in first place. The more runners crossed, the announcer called out their numbers as the volcano spit them. One, seven, 15, number one again, 105. The noise from the crowd had grown really loud now. What is wrong with our volcano? August wondered. The runners from the race all looked unhappy now. Trophies were being handed out, but there weren't enough first place trophies for everyone and, and no one had actually won the second place trophy. The real first place winner had had enough. Why are we listening to the numbers from a volcano? I was obviously the first one. The townspeople didn't know the answer. But we've always used the volcano to help us with numbers. How else can we count? August suggested, on our fingers or using blocks? There was a loud murmur from the crowd as his neighbors and friends held out their hands. They wiggled their fingers as if trying to count on them themselves for their very first time. But how will we know what the number of the day is or, or how much things cost? August thought about this. I, uh, I don't know, uh, make them up? The people gasped. <gasps> then they whispered, whisper, whisper, whisper. Then they began shaking their heads in agreement. The announcer watched over the crowd and observed. All right, folks. I guess it is decided. We will count on our own. We don't need the volcano anymore. As if in response, the volcano spouted and growled. It began spitting out numbers rapidly, without any rhyme or reason. Strings of seven landed on the road, blocking traffic. Threes became caught in trees and bird nests. And the largest two anyone had ever seen fell where the announcer had been standing only moments before. Boom. The townspeople began to panic, trying to dodge the falling numbers. They landed all around them in any order they pleased. Trying to calm this angry number volcano, August shouted, We can still use you, volcano! Just please, no more numbers! The volcano stopped, spitting out numbers, and everything quieted down. Everyone stopped running and looked towards the volcano to see what it would do next. Now that it had everyone's attention, the volcano rumbled again. It spit something else out, something new, something they'd never seen before, and it sailed through the air and landed next to August. It was small enough to pick up. August held it in his hand and presented it to the crowd. It was a letter A for August. I guess this number volcano has now turned into the alphabet volcano. The end.
Great job. You listened all the way to the end, and you know what time it is. It's time for Kid Shoutouts. I want to say hello to Charlie from British Columbia, Arlo from Michigan, Lincoln from Delaware, Abby from South Carolina, Finley from Virginia, and from Calgary, and Gabriel and Adrian from St. Charles, Missouri. I'm so glad that you're all on our Kid Short Stories family. We could not have this much fun with imagination without you, my friends. Well, Phew, you have a super duper day and I'll see you on our next adventure. Bye.